This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. Gabriel Griffin's here from Kak Atamarie, bro. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Good morning. Good morning. Good, good ha- morning. Good to have you here. Right, oh. uh, right. you've uh, released your debut album, yep. uh, self-titled Kak. Um, yep. uh, first off, we, we talk about the music itself, um, well, the style of the music, power violence. It sounds bad. Uh, not the music. Uh, some might think that. <laughs> uh, but the term power violence. You know, yeah. I think power violence. There's yeah. all kinds of things. Power dynamic. Uh, you know, just tough guys. Power. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or tough people, I should say. But what is power violence? Um, oh, short answer, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, genres are hard. Yes, they genres are. Genres are hard. And so once something gets pinned to you, it, it can stick. Yeah. Uh, we like going fast and hard. And yeah. it's a good time. Uh, we were all in a band that went that played fast hard music before uh, called Swallow's Nest yes. before this, uh, but not quite as fast. We fell into more the screamo or hardcore category. Yeah, um, and the three of us were in Europe with that band, and we were uh, watching a power violence band. In Germany, and Lana, <laughs> of course, the, Lana, of course, it was Germany. The vocalist. Well, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to generalise anything here. <laughs> yeah. but, um, Lana, the vocalist, turned around to us at our um, table. We said there was a heat wave going on, like there is right now. It was hot. You know, we were melting. Uh, turned around, a big things of German beer, and goes, "This is the kind of band I want to start." When we get back home, we're starting this band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we made a deal then. I thought I would have to get double kicks. I play, I play the drums in this band, but. Um, I didn't. I peered down the, the kit. It's actually, in terms of... It's very loud and intense music, but in terms of us playing it, there's two of us making the, the music and yeah. Lana doing vocals, um, and everything's peered back and very... It's actually very minimal, Yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah, minimal and maximal at the same time. Minimal tech. Yes, very minimal tech. I use a snare and three cymbals and a kick pedal. Yeah, and I mean yeah. that like it's, it's technical. Yes. Yeah, yeah, well... Funnily enough, I when you write stuff like this, we do it in tiny little blocks. Each song's like less yeah. than a minute, and we do we'll practice five seconds at a time, yeah, over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, and um, until we're really sick of it. And then you for but if you do it like that, you can do it. I mean, you can do it with any style of music too. But you do it like that, you got it in your, in your muscle memory, yeah. Very quickly, but is, what if you're like, oh, this this five seconds goes with that? Oh, wait, that was the wrong five seconds. Yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Happens all the time. So Jurgen and I are also in another band called Mandate. We just started recently, yeah. which um, everybody hates us for some reason. Not really sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all those guys in the Octagon a few months ago they really hated our band. But uh, we uh, that's the more recent one. And then I'm also in a handful of other bands as well. Yeah, that's right. And with most of them, write songs, right? Uh, and it can be a challenge when you first get to practice to compartmentalise and go, all right, I'm a this band practice and I'm doing this song. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but the muscle memory will kick in, you know, if you've practiced enough, uh, it happens. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, one of the things I find quite interesting about this form of music, and especially yours, is that um, te- tempo change and beat mm. change um, with vocal changes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you know that makes it interesting when it comes to composition. Does the composition come before the lyrics, or, or the other most, way around? Most, most of the time, yeah. Lana will have lyrics written down in a book, but we'll usually Jurgen and I will usually write the music and then show it to Lana, um, and she would usually put lyrics to it after the fact. Yeah. Um, and in that way, I guess it's rhythmically determined by the instruments first. 
but um, I think there has been times when, especially at the start, we uh, so when we went into level uh, three after the first COVID lockdown, we we made our band one of our, our bubble kind of thing mm-hmm. um, when that was still <laughs> um, a thing. Seems like a long time ago now, but we we're, back then we were um, we were all kind of in the same room doing all of it at once. Nowadays. Um, because uh, our lives have changed a fair amount and we all have different jobs than we did back then uh, Jurg and I will get together and do a practice and then Lana will come in after the, after the fact yeah 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 and then lay down on top pretty much and we do have a we have a brace of new songs we've just written now because this is all the 14 we've been playing for the last couple of years um, and I guess the way the way we've done that is that we've um, we, you know, we just showed them to Lana pretty much in their really rough form. Um, but overall, it's actually in terms of like say versus a five or six minute song that's um, ABA kind of kind of structure. This is actually really easy because we don't go. You play this six times, play this seven times, and then break. Yeah, we go play this twice, and then play, and it's ten seconds, and then play that twice, ten seconds, and then. Uh, you're done. <laughs> Some really quick changes, though. Like, yeah. Because they're quick songs. Yeah, really yeah. quick changes. Totally. Um, so, I mean, like you said, it's really minimal in terms of equipment, but, mm. in term, but it seems like a very technical piece to play. Yeah, well, that, that again, that, that just comes with... Um, so the, the, the first versions of all these songs will be fairly simple in that way, right? Yeah. Say a break or a change or whatever might just be a stop. Yeah. But then once you get more used to it and you're like, in your head, you're, you're 10 steps ahead. Um, so chess. Pretty much. So as, as a drummer, I can just add little inflections and bits and pieces in. Um, as you would know, I have a background in improvised music. Yes. Um, so I, uh, <laughs> I find it quite easy to do. Like I think a lot of people who play in a more traditional way might not find that very easy. But I maybe it infuriates my bandmates. They haven't ever really asked don't really care but i might just make up something when we play (laughs) (laughs) or maybe you have to do that because you've you've gotten that five seconds again yeah well pretty much yeah yeah which has happened before too and and the guitars there's a lot of um distortion yeah well so you plays um through uh i don't know if you remember a band you know of course you remember astro children and and then they millie used to play through a i'm not saying that you stole this from her or anything but this is a point of reference uh, through a bass amp and a guitar amp. Yeah. And Jurg does that too. He has a pedal that, but he has this pedal called a pitchfork that splits the signal. Um, and the bass frequency is, uh, he might have to correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know, but uh, it pitches at an octave down. So it sounds like a bass and a guitar playing together, but it's all coming from the one signal. Yeah. And um, that's what that's part of what makes it chunky as, you know. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you ever come to a show, if anyone listening or anything, just. Um, Asked to see his board. It's it's got a lot of stuff on it. That's the thing, man. Like, I I still just see a guitar as a guitar plugged into an amp, but there's yeah, just so much yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, you know, and over the course of the last like maybe five years, I've I've looked into it even deeper. And people, especially when they're recording stuff, they mm. do some really weird stuff. Oh yeah, man, I hate guitarists. They suck. Like, yeah, you're not, playing for like, a mushroom, man. Yeah, yeah, oh, all sorts, all sorts. What happened to just fucking having a peaches and cream? And going <laughs> hard? Um, New Zealand Kiwi made, baby. Yeah, uh, that's right. Hot, get the hot cake out. Yeah, no, I um, I oftentimes in recording sessions when the the uh, string section comes in, I'm I'm out for a durry uh, or you know somewhere else. Probably the same way around for for him though. 
No, well, so a lot of the, lot of the time you got to lay the bass track down with the drums too, so he's trapped the whole time. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that bass track is also the guitar. Uh, it's just yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did so. We did this. Uh, old mate Nick Graham, big shout out. Yeah, uh, we did yeah. this over two days at Space Baseland, like this whole thing, um, which for him would have been torture. Because because we we that so we you know lay down the 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 guide bass track and main bass track and drums at the same time, and then Jurg and we do so. There's 14 tracks, and we did at least two takes of each track. Uh, and 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 then sometimes three, and sometimes we got it wrong, and we'd have to go over and over again. And then Eric did the exact same thing the next day uh, with the guitars. Uh, but he, as I said, string section, you know, that takes a lot longer as well. And then Lana came in and just aced the vocals first try. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's look at names of songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, that is a big part of the thing too. That's probably more... A, so Lana, Lana's vocal content will inform the name of the song. That's right. Yes. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And, and like a lot of this type of music and punk music in general, it's anti-establishment uh, in a way. In a way, yeah. Yeah, in a way. Not completely, but it yeah. can be. Um, it's, you know, against, um, a, a, you know, the man and, oh God, for what of a better thing. Um, it's forward thinking. It's about uh, equality and inclusiveness and a whole mm. bunch of different things. Yeah. Right? It's very liberal. Yeah, we are we are libtards, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If to put a modern term on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, so what are some of the, because th- for the most part, it's ha- it's hard to decipher. Yeah. Yep, but uh, you would you would you would have heard the, the samples in between yep. most of the songs yep, kind of I, thing. That yep. some of them are related to the vocal content. There's um, old mate Crusher Collins is in Crusher there. Collins is in there. Um, it's right, right at the start, she's you know, and, and it's we, Lana and I spent a day going through and finding these things. But there's an, an interview I, I think in Parliament, or, you know, just outside on the steps kind of thing or whatever, where a journalist says to her, you know, how can we tell when you're um, when you're choking, I think, I think is what it is. When, you know, I, I, sh- I should remember it, but how can you tell when you're joking? She goes, "When my eyebrows go up." <laughs> <laughs> You've got Horne in there. Oh, yeah, as well. yeah, that's the best one, actually. We didn't. We 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 Lana and I wanted to put a bunch of um, well, uh, Tolkien uh, Tolkien esque samples in there, uh, and. Uh, we yeah we we had some more room to do stuff and we went around to Nick's place and drank some of this delicious beer, uh, and what did we do? We just you know YouTubed it and went oh remember when this happened remember when this happened blah, blah. and there's Paul Goldsmith as well trying to backtrack on um, having uh, multi family like you know when it was when National were like you know were like oh yeah Paul Gold when um, what was that really forgettable guy that looks like the guy that's the leader now. Um, I think it was when he took over. Uh, another baldy. Baldi. Before the current one. Of, um, the, of the National Party? Todd Muller. Todd. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old Todd. Good old Toddy, eh? Hey, what's he up to? Well, he's probably having a cup of tea and a light out. <laughs> I'd say so. I'd say so. Um, how's, the, uh, how's the feedback been? Really good. Really yeah. good. So... You've released it on a label from... Where's that label? So, uh, our old mate, uh, shout out also to the Daves uh, from Zegama Beach Records, who Tomb Tree Tapes, so this is released on in North America and online, uh, They that's a subsidiary kind of label on the side kind of thing that releases, does limited run cassette releases. Yeah. Um, 
so there's the two Daves are Dry Dave and Wet Dave. Um, and we, so uh, Wet Dave is in a band called Crowning that our old band Swallows Nest did a split with on Zegam Beach. And Dry Dave, he uh, runs Zegam Beach. And yeah. Wet Dave has since come in and been the North American arm. Crowning's a band from Chicago. Uh, North American arm of that label. Which is predominantly Screamo. That's where all Swallows Nest's Swallows Nest's releases were. And Dry Dave, he uh, he was actually in the band. He lived in Dunedin for a little while, oh. and that's how that all started. And that all hooked up. And because um, they're such good dudes, they just uh, chucked us a release. And unfortunately, if you want some of the really good-looking cassettes that they make. Uh, You'll have to get them posted from North America because we're getting some and we're giving them to close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but the tapes we have in New Zealand, we have dubbed ourselves and our friends in Real Vegan Cult up in uh, Hamilton um, are doing some for the North Island as well. Nice. Yeah, but overall, uh, it's been really good feedback. And even I'd say I find it's sometimes you record something and you listen back to it and you kind of cringe and you don't, you know, you don't want anything to do with it because you spend so much time on it. Um, I've listened to this quite a few times. <laughs> I quite like it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's yeah. really good. Um, fantastic. Um, so where, where can we find the tapes? Just jump on um, uh, Tomb so Tree Tapes. Tomb Tree Tapes. So that, that would be if you want the North American tapes. Uh, and that'll take a couple of months to get to you, for sure. Yeah. So that's more the that part of the world release. Um uh, the tapes you can talk to we'll have them in relics uh, once I think we're just sorting out a download code for our specific ones in New Zealand yeah because you then, haven't got this album on your Bandcamp no because uh, Kark's Bandcamp has only had a demo on it for quite a while yes. and we're so we're up we're waiting for something to tick along and then we're uploading we'll upload all of that and it's kind of like a you know we're increasing the demand so that when it is out everyone will just rush and get one that's right. um, you could we'll stock them at is a uh, the cafe that I work at called RDC I'll um, work at I'll, I'll stock them there I do work I work there all the time well I know you do um, <laughs> well you got to go to work <laughs> yeah uh, we'll stock them there uh, we'll also yeah at Relics they'll be at um, pretty much any maybe like we'll put them at Blackstar we'll have if any gig that we have we'll, we'll have them there um, and tea towels and tea towels as well handkerchiefs and We'll make some more T-shirts. We're we're pretty lax. We're not exactly professionals, I think, is is fair to say. Um, But uh, definitely buy the merch. Because buying merch from any band is a good idea. Because that's that's their cream. That's right. It's it's proper cream, you know. That's right. Costs a lot to get a record made. So you can make more records. Pretty much. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Exactly. Or or buy equipment that needs to be used to make those. Yeah, or fix your equipment that you're continually breaking. Because you play the drums the way you do. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) In so many bands. Yeah. I mean, how many gigs you got this weekend? Are you going to... I got got Zelfest with old mate, uh, my mother, uh, (laughs) this weekend. And then you're Um, off to Christchurch the following week? And then off to Christchurch, yeah, 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 we got, um, we're like, you know, playing and C for Hells of Poppin'. Yeah. Um, Mum was going to be up there anyway. Uh, but that, that's going to be pretty sweet. That is going to um, be sweet. You can't wait to see uh, Die, Die, Die again because I have not seen them for a long time. Uh, I haven't seen them in years. They're all dads now. They are all dads. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I reckon they should change their name. <laughs> the dads, dads, dads. No, dad, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is already a van called Dad, Dad, Dad. Yeah, you'd hope so. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's play a song. Oh, yeah, uh, go ahead. Which one? I don't know. Um, 
Oh, I'm trying to remember which one's got honey on it because that one's awesome. Yeah, uh, it also says a swear word in it. So oh, yeah, of course. Oh, ooh, bad. Uh, all right, go for um, uh, go for worship the uniform. We also released a video by Chris Schmeltz uh, for this song. You did, you yes. did, you did, and go check that one out too. This is Cuck from the album Cuck. Uh, worship the uniform on the one. Cheer. How did they front up for a weekend? That is one, isn't it? Send the boys down and give them a fucking good ride. Uh, Thanks, Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.